The Bible Study Podcast, episode 642. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues with a study of chapter 5 of Galatians. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on with chapter 5, two different sections in here, Freedom in Christ and Life by the Spirit. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Mark my words, I, Paul, tell you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be of no value to you at all. Again, I declare to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obligated to obey the whole law. You who are trying to be justified by the law have been alienated from Christ. You have fallen away from grace." For through the Spirit we eagerly await by faith the righteousness for which we hope. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. You are running a good race who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth. That kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little yeast works through the whole batch of dough. I am confident in the Lord that you will take no other view. The one who is throwing you into confusion, whoever that may be, will have to pay the penalty. Brothers and sisters, if I am still preaching circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been abolished. As for those agitators, I wish they would go the whole way and emasculate themselves. Obviously, Paul is not mincing words at this point, especially with that last part here where he takes the circumcision they're they're doing and he says, as long as you're cutting things off, I wish they would emasculate themselves. He's pretty angry. And this is not just a theological debate. And it's important to understand that because, as I said last week, we can fall into this same trap, not necessarily the circumcision trap. I think that's very unlikely. But we can fall into that trap of that what we are as Christians is defined by what we don't do or by what we do and not by, as Paul says, faith expressing itself through love. Right? That's what he's saying. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. The best way I can think to express this is I want to share with you a letter, and I have permission from the listener who shared this with me. I'm not going to share their name, but I thought it spoke to this issue of what is our Christianity and how is it defined. And I'm hoping I can read this without getting too emotional. Good morning, Chris. I hope you and your family are enjoying Christmas. I'm taking the time to write you so that you would know what an impact you have had on me doing your Bible study podcast. I've been a Christian for 10 years now, but I struggled with so many things, especially loving people. I did everything right, or at least that I was aware of. I've never drank alcohol. I never set foot in a bar except once, and I walked right back out in less than five minutes because I couldn't stand the lack of personal space and the atmosphere of one. But I found myself not loving people the way that I knew God wanted me to. I prayed for his guidance. A few months ago, something led me to your podcast. My morning routine usually included listening to various podcasts ranging from self-improvement, finance, health, fitness, to investment, but I 
felt like I needed to shut out all those other voices and just listen to your podcast. I started from the very beginning of your podcast and listened to each one as I ran in the morning. I believe the very first one from you was about the Lord's Prayer. I laughed and then cried as I listened and I realized how far I was from what I should be and how great God's mercy and grace were to me all my life. As I listened more, I started to change spiritually. I found myself more calm and patient. I found myself actually loving people genuinely and wanted what would be best for them. I found myself able to pray for others and articulate my thoughts more clearly to him. I found myself taking my time to help others. I found myself hearing the Holy Spirit more often. And I wanted to read that not because it was about the Bible study podcast. That's not the important part of this letter. The important part of this letter, as I read this in the context of this study we're doing in Galatians, is a believer in Christ who had been led to believe that Christianity was those things we didn't do, the important things were things like not going into a bar and some of those things that we do. And we see that sort of legalistic moralism in a lot of different churches. And as Paul says, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. We are saved by grace, not by whether we do or do not go into bars, not whether we drink or don't drink, dance or don't dance. We're saved by grace through what Christ did for us. And it's when we realize that, when we accept that, and when we start behaving as Christians should, which is not all of those other little things, but it's the love. That's the only thing I can tell you where I can find in the Bible very clearly it says that people should identify Christians by their love just like that old song used to say. But that is biblical, that is spiritual, and that is accurate. And that's what Paul is at here is he's not upset with the Galatians for some arbitrary theological argument. He is seeing them get tied up in knots over whether they're doing the dietary laws and all of these things that he knows won't lead to the joy that they will find in the grace and love of God. It is that grace and that love that untangles us when we can get so tied up with the things that we do or the things that we don't do. And so I loved this letter, and it brought me to tears, not because, well, it brought me to tears in part because the Bible Study Podcast was was part of that, but really more importantly, that a Someone whom God loves was finding that joy that God wants for them. And I don't know if you noticed, but way back at the beginning of this letter, Paul prayed for the Galatians. And we skip over the fact that he started this with grace and peace to you. But that's what this whole thing is about that Paul prays for them, Paul wishes for them, Paul is asking God to give them grace and peace. That he is desiring for them not to get caught up in the stuff, not to get caught up in the details, not to get caught up in the moralism, in the legalism, in the law, in the circumcision, but that they can have lives that are free. And so he goes on to talk about life in the Spirit. 
You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. Okay, now Paul has just spent a lot of the letter talking about not getting caught up in the law. Not to get moralistic would be the current way we'd think about this. But he's saying not that we have freedom as license, not that we have freedom to just indulge in all our appetites, whether those be sexual appetites or the greed and all of those things that come from internal appetites of wanting more for me, me, me. Right, All of those things that he talks about, that rage, that jealousy, that selfish ambition, those factions, that envy, the drunkenness, the orgies, all of that come from me, me, me. And he's saying, okay, we have freedom. We don't have to worry about the law, but it's still not about you. right? It's about living a life of love, putting others first, loving your neighbor as yourself, thinking about who can I help? Who can I pray for? Who can I think about? That leads to love, joy, peace, forbearance or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Notice how many of those are not individual things. right? Certainly, I can need someone else generally to have love. I'm Not that you shouldn't practice self-love, not that you shouldn't care for yourself, but that love is in general, when we think of love, we think of it being expressed to someone else. Joy you can have by yourself, although it's much better with somebody else. Peace you can definitely have by yourself. But forbearance, right? You're putting up with somebody. You're saying, I'm around you and you annoy me sometimes, but I'm putting up with you out of love. Kindness. Kindness is definitely expressed to somebody else. You don't be kind to yourself. Well, you can be kind to yourself, but when we talk about somebody who's being kind, it's the way they treat others. When we talk about goodness, it's the way that behave, people behave towards others. Faithfulness, faithful to God, sure, but also faithful in their promises, telling the truth, being a man of their word, 
Gentleness is how you treat others. And self-control is about how we deal with ourselves. But you know the people who have self-control, right? They're the people who aren't going into fits of rage. They're the people who are not always mad. They're the people you don't walk on eggshells around because they have self-control. So much of this is tied up in our relationship to one another. And that's why that letter that I read gave me such joy as I hear about someone who is finding themselves genuinely loving others. Because that's it. That's what Paul is talking about. Not the law, not the things you do, not the things you don't do. But it all comes down to this. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. With that, we'll end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Have you ever felt conflict between your faith and feelings? If so, you're not alone. My name's Carly Mercouillier. I'm a licensed therapist and the host of the Therapy and Theology podcast, where we explore popular topics and questions related to faith, feelings, and spiritual formation. I want to invite you to join me every Thursday as we fearlessly name the complexities of our reality, grow in the awareness of who we are, and rediscover the power and purpose of our unique stories through the lens of the gospel. Subscribe today at lifeaudio.com.